start diversifying early. I obviously, start on Facebook, but at least kind of start to build this model and standardize this process internally for measuring outcomes for anything you try. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And welcome to the show. And also welcome to the show is our guest today, Matt Barr. Matt is the founder and CEO of Inquire Labs. But before that, he did a lot of cool stuff in this space. So I'm actually going to hand it over to him to say hello and give us his background before we get into it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Chase, for having me. Um, yeah, Just to go, go a little bit into my background, I guess I've been in e-commerce for about 10 years. Uh, the first three of which had a small consultancy um, and then actually was an early employee at a headphone company here in New York called Master and Dynamic, uh, where I kind of ran a bunch of things there, everything from the D to C PL to logistics to digital marketing. Um, was there for about three years and then left in 2016 to found a startup in the same day delivery space. Um, essentially, it was just going on the coattails of Uber Rush and Postmates and was really excited about that vertical. Um, never really found product market fit with that. And then about a year and a half ago, we pivoted into Enquire. Uh, one of those customers was having trouble with their top of funnel attribution. Long story short, all of their last click conversions in GA were direct or branded search and really didn't have any insight into where their customers were coming from. We told them to go implement a post-purchase survey and just ask and found out there was no attribution survey or just survey platform in general that was built for e-commerce. So in scaling that for the past year and a half, um, about 450 Shopify customers and uh, really investing in the product today. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, I'm just going to play dumb. Uh, what is attribution? Why is it important? You know, what problem are you solving? I don't even know if I have a problem. Yeah, totally. So attribution, there's a lot of ways to look at it. But this more simplistic way is, is really just giving credit to what channels drove sales. So in, in a very simplistic sense, what we're doing is just productizing this question, how did you hear about us? Uh, which is your top of funnel attribution. I, I think in a space today, everyone's kind of convoluted the problem. There's a bunch of ways that you can look at attribution, whether that's just looking at last click, which is essentially just giving full credit to that last source that drove the sale. Um, if, if you're a bit more complex, you can use multi-touch attribution, uh, which starts to weight every single touch point on the path to the purchase, um, which definitely gets quite complex as you dive into it. Um, and what we're doing at Enquire is really just simplifying that problem. So taking this qualitative approach, which essentially allows you what we say, just measure the unmeasurable. It's, it's very difficult to give weight to heard from a friend or saw from a billboard or even heard from a podcast if they're not using a discount code. Um, so that's pretty much attribution in a nutshell is really just helping you allocate your budget to the channels that are performing best. Absolutely. So you know, if we're going to put that into an example, I'm selling snowboards online, right? And I'm testing out, I don't know, 2 or 3 different like solutions, you know, to drive traffic. So let's say I'm doing Facebook and Instagram ads. I'm doing uh, some cool content on uh, YouTube. You know, we're making really cool videos, and then you know, we're going to events. Like we're doing, we're standing up. Uh, you can try our boards on the mountain. You know what I mean? So we're doing these three things. So you know, if I was to to do this post 
attribution survey thingy, you know, why is that going to help me? Yeah. So a couple of things you mentioned. Attribution is from a digital sense, tracking digitally rather, is quite easy if people aren't jumping across devices and they're just clicking on ads to find your products. Like, like that's pretty much a pretty linear path to purchase. Um, but once you start advertising at events, you start going into channels that are offline, measuring how those things are working becomes very difficult. For a Shopify merchant, for example, like how do they measure, how do you measure your word of mouth? Um, so obviously word of mouth is one of the best channels can create virality with your product. And it's just very difficult to measure through just pixels and cookies just because people are searching for your brand on Google or just going to your site directly. So the, the way in which using an attribution survey works, it helps you to uncover all of those channels that aren't necessarily measurable through your typical kind of pixel and cookie tracking. Cool, cool, cool. So it's going to help me identify like... You know what? Uh, even though it's a bit more manpower to sell these boards on the mountain, it's actually you know it pays off a bit better than some of these other channels. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we work with our customers all the time, and that's what we that's what we hear. Um, it's like, oh, I didn't even know this YouTube ad was working because people were just going to Google um, and typing our product in. But now we have this whole new data set we didn't have before. That's essentially direct engagement from the customer that's allowing us to really understand the effectiveness of these channels. Absolutely. And then, uh, by the way, I'm just making up this whole selling your boards on the mountain thing would work. I have no idea. You should probably test all of your marketing channels yourself and don't listen to some uh, voiceless, or some faceless voice on the, the internet, aka me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, what's some of the what's some of the fun uh, like results that you guys have seen uh, with doing these surveys? If you can share some. Yeah, I think the most interesting thing is just really measuring or being able to measure the channels that are just um, kind of gaining popularity from a marketing perspective now. So we've served about 10 million surveys in the last 12 months. We get about 60% response rates. So it's about 6 million survey responses around attribution. And kind of, I guess the, the first thing to note is like everyone is still very highly leveraged on, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, which is a little bit concerning just given the fact that CPMs are increasing and tactical nature of making those channels ROI positive is, is just getting very complex. Um, so that, that's definitely something we're seeing. And part of our call it mission or just strategy in, in 2020 is to continue iterating on the product to allow people to expand into new channels. Um, so one of kind of the stories that we tell is it's quite difficult to. Um, kind of jump into podcast advertising or out of home unless you have much larger budgets. It's very easy just to put in your credit card and start spending on on Facebook and Google. Um, and what we're trying to do is allow these customer allow our customers to just diversify their spend in a more comfortable nature. Um, so that's kind of one of the things that we're looking at is like how leveraged are people on these channels that are getting more expensive. And then the second point, I guess, to really answer your question is some of the interesting learnings is just like seeing TikTok and um, a few other channels just slowly rise in popularity over the last 12 months. Going from, okay, we get maybe 10 responses a day that are TikTok and now we're, now we're getting about 2,000. Um, so it's really just escalating and, and we have the insight to... Or we have the data to show that. So yeah, what we're going to be doing is just starting to surface that to our customers so they can more effectively kind of allocate their spend and not be so reliant on Facebook and Instagram. You know what? I would uh I would love to see a report put out by you guys just because 10 million surveys is a pretty big data set. I think if you could uh you know furnish up a report be like these are where our findings in 2019, these are the attribution trends, you know, I think that'd be a cool thing to put out. 
Yeah, totally. And we're one of the things we, we've kind of been talking about that a lot internally. And we work with probably about two dozen brands that, that are quite large, call it over over a hundred million. Um, and we work with a bunch of brands who are just doing between maybe one and ten million. And one of one of the things with that report, when we are working on it, is trying not to kind of uncover the tactical nature of the larger brands. You know what I mean? Because their media mix is going to be very different. Um, so what we're most likely going to do is kind of what I alluded to before with TikTok is like, just have a TikTok report, like kind of go channel by channel and just show how these are increasing mm-hmm. um, just to give uh, just a general scope of, of how acquisition is changing over, over the next couple of years. Okay. You mentioned something earlier that like it's, it's pretty heavily skewed right now on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you know, I just want to... I'm trying to ask this in a way that's not a leading question. So I'm probably going to fail. Um, but have you... Do you warn um, you know, clients or consult, like consultees or you know, just people that you're talking to out there? Do you warn them about you know, putting all their eggs in one basket per se? Yeah. That's, that's part of a lot of the content we're starting to push out is, is exactly that. So just looking at the distribution, like a lot of these brands... I'd say maybe half the brands we work with only have one or two paid channels driving, call it the more than half of their sales. So you look at the distribution and maybe it's 55, 60% come from Facebook and Instagram, and then 15% come from word of mouth. And then there's some kind of just organic um, or organic sources in there as well. So what we're trying to do is just get people, allow people to be more comfortable with diversifying um, and help them build. The, the bigger kind of goal is to help everyone build um, a process internally to help them test new channels and understand if they worked and if they didn't versus I guess historically maybe you would just run a regression on something so you spend here and then look at your sales and see if there was any correlation um, for us we're just trying to build that or allow people to build that internal processes to measure all of these channels because um, we're very much uh, this third party that is transparent and sits in the middle so we're not a multi-touch attribution platform that really only measures uh, cookies and clicks essentially we're we're very this kind of unbiased third party that just sits and just listens um so yeah the goal there is to more programmatically say to say hey it looks like you're really heavily leveraged in this channel maybe you should try these other channels let's be honest today all of your customers are going to have questions and what are you doing to manage all those questions do you have a help desk for your business one of our sponsors of today's episode is gorgeous and gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce it integrates seamlessly with shopify we have installed it on a bunch of stores it's also used by brands like movement and rothy's and what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free. Uh, you mentioned that your clients are, you know, you got a few of them up in that hundred million range or plus, and then you've got, you know, another segment of them are kind of in that one to ten range. You know, I think a lot of our listeners are just starting out. Uh, you know, they're they're finding that product market fit, you know, and they're they're looking to kind of grow things within their business. Now, if if I wanted to implement a post purchase survey to try to do something like this myself, is this something that I could take on myself? Uh, you know, like would there be processes that I could probably do myself to kind of get some of this information back? 
Yeah. So at least with our, with Enquire, um, if, if you're just a merchant starting out, like you can install us, we start at $10 a month. So it's, it's very cost effective. Um, and we, we price it in a way that will be any kind of build versus buy argument in that regard. Um, but just starting out, yeah, it takes about two seconds on Shopify to, to install Enquire. Um, and right now we live solely on the order confirmation page. Um, so that, that's very much on purpose. We actually can't take a survey response. Uh, without other data points, so there, you'll you'll never get a response that says Facebook and you don't know who the customer is that it, that's attached to it or what they bought or how much they spent. Um, and what that allows us to do is kind of model against that. Um, but yeah, if you're just getting started, like I, I think if you asked me that question five years ago, I'd probably say just like buy Facebook ads and enjoy the ride. Um, but kind of in the in the current 2020 market, I, I would look to start diversifying early. I, obviously. Start on Facebook, but at least kind of start to build this model and standardize this process internally for measuring outcomes for anything you try. Cool. And then, so um, is it just one question on that on that order confirmation page? Yeah. So we're really focused on like we're going deep on attribution. Um, so it is single question. We are actually rolling out. I don't know if anyone knows this. We're rolling rolling out response clarification this month, which would allow you to drill down on a response. Uh, so if someone selects podcast, we could you could then list. Which podcast you're advertising on, and then a user can click into that. Um, but for the most part, I'd say for at least Q1, Q2, and probably at least most of Q3, we're really just focused on this kind of single question or kind of one two-step question in regards to attribution. Is this uh, survey incentivized or? It's not. It's not right now. Um, so we haven't. Uh, we haven't done too much on the kind of increasing the response rate yet, um, and that's really just because the average response rate across all of our customers is just over sixty percent. Uh, so the response rate, like I'd argue, is already pretty great. Um, we have a few customers who are incentivizing, like uh, like offering fifteen percent off if you complete the survey, and they definitely have response rates of seventy-five to eighty percent. Um, but for us, we're collecting a lot of data on like how fast the survey loads, how fast the user is submitting the response, and I think there's still a lot of opportunity for us to more or less increase the response rate coming from maybe like the back of house versus enforcing someone to. Um, provide a code or provide some kind of incentive. Yeah, I think that when you're that far down the funnel and you're like you've already put in your credit card information and stuff and you're kind of just in the in the zone of clicking buttons to get it done, I think it's probably just like second nature to be like, yeah, whatever, boom. Yeah, you're you already you just purchased a product, you're probably pretty amped on what you just purchased. You're waiting for that order confirmation page. So your your focus is is pretty much on this one thing, like did my order go through? And we're right on the top of that page, um, so front and center, one hundred percent of the user's attention. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so uh, before we go here, is there anything else that I forgot to ask you that you think would be valuable to share with our audience? Yeah, I think just in general, like, and I've alluded to this a bunch of times. It's really just the fact that we're really starting to educate and create content for our customers just to start diversifying their media or be comfortable diversifying their media. So kind of going into 2020, one of the things that I would just push everyone to do is just start kind of looking at the space, understanding if you're highly leveraged on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and don't get so caught up in kind of the quantitative marketing analytics. Because um, oftentimes, it's very easy to forget how important the qualitative side is. Um, and that's kind of just the message that we're sending is diversify your media, be comfortable doing so and just find ways in which to measure it. And we obviously think that attribution surveys is the best way to do that. 
Absolutely. And if they want to learn more about you, uh, they want to learn more about what you guys are offering, uh, You know, where should they go? Yeah. So you just head to our website. It's enquirelabs.com. And we actually created a custom landing page for this. So it's enquirelabs.com forward slash honest. Um, there's a 14 day free trial. You could take it for a spin, kind of no questions asked. Um, and if you want kind of a personal onboarding, like don't hesitate to email me at matt at enquirelabs.com and happy to kind of walk you through and whether it's talk, talk through your media mix, like look at your GA, whatever, whatever you need, happy to chat. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. The link to that's going to be in the show notes and uh, I look forward to talking next time. Awesome. Thanks, man. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.